Alright, welcome to the Random Podcast Show. I'm your host, Zach Killian. Today we'll be talking about different topics today. Uh, of course, we're random. Uh, today we have a special guest. He'll be a guest host slash interview. Uh, his name is Chang. Welcome, Chang, to the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, Zach. I am excited to be on the show, um, the Random Podcast. I'm super stoked. You know, whatever questions you have, fire them at me. I'm ready for you. Awesome. Um, so we're about different things uh just see where it goes so jane uh where were you born at tell me about your childhood so actually zach i was born here i was born i was actually born in bedford texas but i was actually raised in fort worth texas my whole life i haven't moved anywhere i've been here since i was a baby i i've been here for 20 years now i mean it's, it's where i grew up and it was where i was raised all right, so growing up, did you have a different childhood? How was your childhood growing up? Well, Zach, my childhood growing up, um, it was, I guess you can say, uh, not as irregular as most people would, I guess, assume. Being Asian American for me was not as um, uncommon as most families would see it. I mean, I grew up with two parents. I had a mom. I had a dad. I also have a sibling and an older stepbrother. It was a regular household. Um, I mean, my parents worked super hard. They were working, uh, you know, 40 hours, both of them on their plate, trying to raise two kids. My stepbrother had already moved out. I mean, I I didn't really get to know him as much. But uh, uh, my childhood just really consisted of just, I mean, really playing the role that I was supposed to be playing, which was the older big brother. I, I didn't have really a chance to be a child. I washed over my brother. My my parents were out very often. They worked hard a lot, and there were some nights where they just didn't come home, and I just had to, you know, put, you know, bread and butter on the table for my brother. I mean, it, it was just that type of childhood for me. Yeah, so... You're a Asian. What is the culture like in your house or your family? You know, well, I mean, a typical Asian culture. Like, it's actually funny that you brought that up. Uh, um, I'm sure most people would expect a little bit of Buddhism here and there. But um, I, actually, my household consisted of like two different religions. It was there. There was Christianity from my dad's side of the family, and there was Buddhism from my mom's side of the family. And and that's kind of you know it's kind of insane if you think about it because those two religions they have completely different beliefs. They clash. Um, Buddhism, the uh, the way that the the foundation of Buddhism was just built was just completely very far from how Christianity was was built and, and just you know having you know just uh, as far as Buddhism goes it's just having you know a god such as Buddha and just having the teachings be based on morality and who we are as, as a person and our teachings and then going from that to just Christianity and just talking about God and how he is, you know, he is our savior, he is our father, and we are, we are his his sons and daughter. It was just growing up in a household with just two different dominant religions. Was, it was difficult for me, and you know, part of my childhood, I didn't, I wanted to believe that I did not have a religion, just because it was overwhelming. I, I didn't want to pick, you know, one or the other. I just, I just wanted to be in the middle, and that was hard. You know, my mom, she was Buddhist, and she, she, she wanted to be, she wanted to put that teaching into me. And my dad was Christianity, and he wanted to also instill that religion into me. But, you know, no one really won. Um, so growing up, that that was difficult. So which one do you consider yourself? Did you kind of import, like, both kind of teachings into your life? Or what more do you kind of feel like you lean towards more, I guess? 
you want to share that? Yeah, of course, Zach. Um, so it looks like um, growing up, my mother's religion was more dominant just because she, between her and my dad, she was the dominant figure. She was very, um, she was the boss of the house and uh, she really wanted to instill Buddhism in me. And as a child, I grew up with Buddhism in my life. You know, I believe that Buddha exists. Um, I believed in his teachings. My mother would always give me like, um, <clears throat> she would give me lessons over it. Like she would tell me, okay, you know, um, you, you, she would teach me basically the, the teachings of Buddhism, which would be based off of value of a person or morality, or, you know, if you do good things, good stuff will happen back to you. It's part of the whole karma thing, the whole spirituality, the better your spirituality is, the better your future will be. And that's what she instilled in me. She always taught me positivity. She always taught me that, you know, what, what comes around goes around and, and that teaching itself. I mean, I know it sounds so simple, but it's just, that's how I understood it. That's how I interpreted it most of what she was telling me and you got to understand my mother did not speak english as her first language so it was kind of hard for her to teach buddhist to me because a lot of the teachings and the sayings that buddhism kind of instills doesn't translate to english and um so whenever she did try to explain it to me i I would just kind of you know try to capture the words a little bit and put into my own words and that's what i got out of it was you know if you have a good moral standing as far as your character and your values you're gonna have a good life and that's what i grew up with as a child but interestingly enough as i begin to like age and begin to mature within myself i i figured that you know, I'm going to have to choose a religion. I can't just lean on just, you know, one of the, I can't just be both. And that was just, that was just not going to be okay with both my parents. And, um, actually Zach, funny that you brought it up was I just recently, um, develop an interest for Christianity. I, I believed in, I started to believe in God. I always, I think in the back of my head, always knew there was a God. Every time a situation would occur in my life, I would always be like, you know, God help me, you know, God give me the strength. And that's always been the case. I've never once asked for Buddha. I've never once ever chanted the teachings of Buddha whenever I was like in the worst of my like, you know, in the worst part of my life. I've always, 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 always thought that there would be a God watching over me and that I was his son and that he would be there to protect me. And and, and that's, that's strange to me because Buddhism has always been a part of me growing up. But Christianity in the back of my head has always been there. And it's always, always, always been a part of me that I never really kind of unraveled from, from you know, from the back of my head. But it's always been there. And so... Actually, I just recently just started, you know, kind of learning about God and going to church with actually one of my closest friends. And it's been quite an experience. And I feel so much more connected to the religion. And uh, hey, I'm still learning. But if there was a religion that I could choose as far as Buddhism and Christianity goes, it would definitely be Christianity 100%. That's something that I feel strongly about. And I, I and I feel strongly that there is a, there's only one God, and that's God Himself, and He is my Father, and I'm His Son, and and I, I can't I can't I can't put into words how much love I feel for just Him as an individual and as you know someone who who is just so such an, a significant figure in my life, and that, and I chose Christianity, and and that's who I am today, and I'm Christian, and, and I'm proud to say that. Awesome. So. Uh, did your parents, how do they feel about that? Do they know, or they're just fine with it? Or? Now, on that aspect, um, funny you brought that up. <laughs> My mother actually does not know. 
And I don't think she will ever know unless she ever asks me. Um, or listens to this podcast. Right, or listens to this podcast by any chance. But we're crossing our fingers <laughs> that she does not have the um, knowledge yeah. to do that. Uh, she probably doesn't know what a podcast <laughs> is. If, I mean, if I told her about it, she probably would think a podcast is like a fruit or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, on, a, uh, on a... um. <laughs> on, to, on to what we were talking about. Uh, yeah, so no, my parents don't know. Um, I'm sure my dad, who is Christian, would be proud. He's always talked about going to church and always wanted to influence me and take me to church. So I'm sure for him it would actually be a shock because he never really, I guess... Um, influence christianity on us just because my mom was so dominant in buddhism uh, i guess he never thought that we'd ever kind of you know follow that path and um yeah so uh, i mean they they don't know about it they would probably both be shocked i mean my mom probably would be upset because i didn't follow her religion but hey this is who i am you know yeah. I, I i'm i am a firm believer I, I love god i believe in god and that's that's who i am she can't change that and and i mean it's just something that i'm going to have to um move forward with it's just who i am yeah awesome so is there any uh tension in the household like with the both religions uh, you know zach and and there is there is um i mean with my mom being buddhism and my, my dad being christian there is some sort of tension every now and then um in all honesty uh my mom, she would, you know, every now and then she'd want my dad to participate in something like maybe we're having a ritual for Buddhism where, we're, you know, we have this thing where we are always, you know, year round, there's something called we have, you know, celebrating or, you know, kind of just mourning over the death of our ancestors and people have passed before like like my great great grandfather and we would you know it would be a thing where we'd leave food out for them and we would believe that the spirits would wander by and kind of feed off the energy of the food and it would even it would bring us good karma you know Mm -hmm. it's kind of like we're not forgetting about those that have you know left us and have gone to the afterlife and um and we believe in um what is it? What is it called? An incarnation? Is yeah. it reincarnation? Reincarnation. That's what we. That's what Buddhism is based off of. Is reincarnation. We believe that their spirits are alive and, and they're just in a different type of form. And being able to leave food out and for those different type of forms to come by and the spiritual energy to just feed on it, it just would bring us good karma. And um, my father wouldn't always. He wouldn't always be happy about that. He would. He would um, always argue that, you know, that can attract bad spirits and that there is a such thing as bad spirits. There is, you know, the man downstairs and he's going to try to send over his soldiers. I mean, it's just that the, there was just so much conflict between just how we did stuff around the house and what we celebrated. It, there was some tension every now and then, but um, and to say the least, like I said, my mother's religion was always dominant. She would always get her way. I mean... It's just something that we had to accept, and my father kind of had to, I mean, he kind of had to, you know, step aside and just understand that, you know, she's, I mean, hey, the lady's the boss of the house. We couldn't do anything about it, I mean, (laughs) you know, so, yeah. So, we've known each other for a while, though. Uh, we met. We both worked at DSS Research. Yeah, I don't know if we're calling it out, but (laughs) we did. It's a call center. We were there. (laughs) It was a job. Yes, it was. Um, yeah, we just met there, and yeah, so we just hit it off pretty well, and hung out a few times, and yeah, I think both have different jobs now. I think for the better. Um, so you're going to college. What are you trying to study? What are your What's your major? <coughs> so well, um, 
<clears throat> I'm gonna be typically Asian about this. <laughs> um, my parents wanted me to be a doctor, like every Asian parent, and that, that was <laughs> that was that was something that was you know it's not a stereotype. It is true. It happens. They want all us kids to be you know up on the uh up on up in the world and uh my parents always talked about how they wanted to you know for me to be successful so they can just go around go around bragging about it and um that's completely something that i didn't want to do i wanted to be opposite from that so um I, I I started to go to school not for their benefit but for my benefit as well i want i went to tcc it's a community college here in texas fort worth and um I, I've been going there for a couple of years. I just got done getting my associates, actually, and um, I, I really want to pursue, fi- uh, pursue finance. And and hey, I mean, they they say that Asians are a walking calculator, and hey, sometimes that uh, we are. <laughs> so I love math. I love you know, as a kid, I always loved playing Sudoku. So um, I've always loved. I was that odd child. I was a typical Asian kid that just you know threw math around in the air, and I, I love that. So. I mean, to pursue it as a major, I, I'm not miserable as I would be if I was like a doctor, like my parents wanted me to be. I, I would hate that, but I mean, I'm doing something I actually want to do for once, and that, and that's just dealing with numbers and number crunching, and that's completely something that, as odd as it sounds, it's something I actually enjoy myself. Nice. Why do you think that it is? Like, like you know, I guess Asian families seem like they want you to become a doctor or something smart. Why? Do you, why because, do you think that is? Enough? Because parents, I think it has more to do with the whole, you know, um, the American dream. They, the parents, uh, this is this is totally probably going to sound awful, but, you know. Well, you said it. So. <laughs> I, I am going to say it. And um, just the whole transferring to just a different country, getting fresh off the boat and just <laughs> landing here in America and, and and for them to hear that you know it's the doctors and the business people that make the most money <clears throat> and the most success stories here it's something that they want to instill in their kids and that's something that they want to completely drill in us and I think that, that that's exactly is what it is 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 that the minute they get here they they know that you know kids need to go to the doctor and, and that's just a routine thing they, they're so familiar with it and they know that it, it's a field that you can be successful in and you always hear people talking about oh you know uh, I want my kid to be a doctor I want him to save lives and I, and I want my kid to be you know a man, behind a desk I want him to be a manager I want him to be successful a business man in life and and that's where the money happens it's that american dream that's just being instilled into their head because that's, that's the reason why they came in the first place is they don't want to struggle back in their country they, they left for a reason and the reason is is that, is that they want to search for success here and and hey if that if that takes you know instilling their kids in in a dream that that can lead them to success why not do it that, that's exactly why they're doing it is to be able to make sure that we have a vision and and even if it's not their vision it's the american dream vision it, it they they believe in their head that it'll work yeah i've always wondered about that so okay now's the time to ask <laughs> uh so yeah so i guess we can talk about you have some thoughts on subject talking about uh, sexuality it might be controversial so if you don't want to listen you can turn it off now just gonna be different thoughts uh different theories that you can agree with us or not or i don't know just yeah just you know two guys talking so anyway so i guess what are your thoughts on that i don't really know much about it (laughs) so you're asking me about my thoughts about like but like sexual like what about sexuality so kind of a hot topic issue is like 
gay, lesbian, uh, bi, bisexual uh, people. Um, you know, there's a lot of controversial topic. A lot of people don't like to talk about it, and I guess we're gonna kind of try to. I guess just different things. Um, we don't know everything. Uh, just shooting the breeze, I guess. But yeah, it's definitely an issue. Um, I do think churches are uh, doing a, not doing very good with it, and I think that's why, you know. But yeah, it seems like oh, it's a lot of hatred, and you know, Christians are supposed to love everybody. Doesn't mean I don't think you have to agree with it, but you know, we're still people. You know, we're still God's children, and you know, oh, it's just my thought about it, I think churches can do a better job at accepting, I guess, it, I guess, just as, just them as a person, you know, like, the person itself, not just, you know, it's what they are, whatever. So, yeah, so what are your thoughts on, you know, the church and, you know, I guess, the gay community kind of versus, you know. Well, actually, I started going to church recently, and um, I, I love it. We, we There's a lot of things that, you know, I'm learning as far as um, Christi- Christianity being a religion and how God isn't being involved in my life, and just learning about those things every day, just it makes me a better person, and I feel like each day I'm just getting closer to God. Um, now, as far as how and, and, you know, why or possibly if the gay community is involved in that, is, I'll, I'll tell you this much, is... Um, the church I go to, they, they, there is no, you know, there is no, um, there is no group or, or no segregate, you know, like there's no line drawn between who you can and who you can't be. Um, my, my priest is, is super, uh, very, uh, he, he loves God. He believes in God. He, he loves spreading the teachings of God. And at the same time, you know, he has a brother that that is actually gay, and and he says that, hey, you know, I, I want to be able to have a place that my brother can come to, and you you know, have a religion, and I would never ever shun someone away. And I remember that we actually had a a a um, a study on on not specifically on the gay community, just about you know the world changing and just the world um, just becoming something completely new. And I remember he, he said something that just impacted me that day. And he said, you know what? He, he leaned forward and we just knew it was serious. And he said, you know, I don't care what your beliefs and your religion. I don't care where, you, where you're where you coming from or what, where you're wanting to end with it. But people are dying out there. And and people are, people are taking their own lives. And we've got to understand that that is the bigger picture. And yeah. he said, you know, I, I don't... I don't care if you agree with it, you disagree with it, but but that's just, I mean, the fact is, you're looking at the bigger picture, and, yeah. and you know, our, our, our population, it, it's decreasing, and a lot of it is from suicide and death of people who are gay, and they feel like they're just not accepted anywhere, and that's just sad. Yeah, and, and the church, you know, you should feel accepted, you know, that's where, because yeah. we're all sinners, we've all done bad things, you know. Yeah. What makes us different than someone else, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, completely. I'm not saying that you could walk in and just be completely, you know, like, uh, completely something that is just out of the extraordinary. What I'm saying is that you, you can be comfortably yourself yeah. and and that and it's a place that you know is safe. And and that, for me, was, it was good enough. You know, being able to know that it was a safe place that I can go to and that my priest was completely just... It was it was accepting of, of just uh, you know the understanding of of just 
the bigger picture that you know we need to love one another and that is the most important thing that we could ever do in our lives yeah so yeah so I got you know Jesus said love God first and then love your neighbor your neighbor is everybody so it's not just people I guess who are straight just Mm -hmm. like all people all races all you know and I think that's where like sometimes I feel like the church kind of forgets we're like you know we should come come to church like not feeling judged that's where we come to repent Mm -hmm. and sometimes you know you can feel like it's the opposite it's like yeah and um uh interesting uh interesting uh topic that I think the church can do better I mean I don't know I don't think it'll like accept it totally but you know just Show love to people, you know. Give them hope, because, you know, you read a lot of statistics that, you know, a lot of gay teens, like, commit suicide, and it's like, oh, yeah. they have nowhere to go turn to. If you can't turn to the church, then, you know, where we're supposed to be the light of the world. Yeah. It's like, then where can you go? There's then there's nothing. And so, yeah, so, I think, you know, we need to do a better job at this. Uh, spreading, you know, the word, but... You know, being loving, you know. Like I say, you don't have to agree with it, but, you know, not just, like, judging them for mm-hmm. who they are, I guess. So, speaking of, uh, you know, going to church, uh, how'd you feel when you first went into the church you go to, you know? Well, I think for anyone, just, just entering into a religion that is completely new to you, it's, it's scary, and, and it's a different feeling where you're you're feeling unassured of whether you can adapt to the religion and whether you can adjust to, you know, learning something completely out of your comfort zone. And for me, that was, that was, it was, it wasn't so scary as I was more nervous of being, being uh, sure if I can understand the religion because, you know, I was brought up you know, into Buddhism and being able to convert to that, to Christianity, it was just a completely whole different religion. And at my stage in life, I didn't even know if I was able to accept that, but I I stepped forward out of my comfort zone. And I was like, look, if I don't step out of my comfort zone and learn something completely new, I I would never be able to, you know, adapt myself to it. I would never be able to wake up and tell myself, Hey, this is exactly, you know, where I want to be. And this is who I want to be. And, and I knew I had to push, push myself to get to that point. So, when I first walked into church, I mean, for me, it was, you know, building a new mindset, just moving forward and being like, hey, this is my religion. I got to own it and I got to respect it and I got to be able to, you know, know as much as I can, gain the knowledge and then being able to just use that knowledge in my everyday life. Yeah. So did you feel like, like judged or anybody like looking at you funny for, you know, being gay? No, I don't think I don't think anyone uh, looked at me any funny. Uh, it was just that I was just a new face, and, and you know, going there, it, there was no judgmental factors of it um, at all by any means. There, there was there was none of that. There was just more of a, you know, just more of a hey, well, he's a new person, he's a new face. Let's introduce ourselves and let's get to know him type of thing. So it's more like getting to know, you know, who's walking into the church, and like any church, that's just normal. You know, being able to greet your fellow yeah. church church mates it's it's part of you know building a community and just you know bonding together as a community and with your church it it was just that type of environment and it was heartwarming and being able to meet my you know the priest and just being able to you know confide in him and be like hey and you know there was a point where i talked to him and i was like hey you know i am 
I was just wanted to know, you know, is this a safe place for me to be? And he was like asking me, he was like, well, what do you mean by safe? And I was like, you know, I just want to be able to be myself. And I was kind of just beating around the bush and being like, hey, you know, I, I'm actually, I mean, I'm gay and this is who I am. And he was like, you know what? And I'm okay with that. And for him to say that, it was just shocking to me. And, you know, it was just emotional. And I was like, are you serious? And he was like, yeah, I'm completely okay with it. He was like, I have a brother who's just gay, just like you. And, you know, I may not believe with everything that, you know, that he believed in. But I all I knew was I just wanted a safe safe place for him to come to. And if he ever was in town and if he ever wanted to, a church to go and run to, you know, and I want to be able to provide that for him. And for him to say that, it was just, you know, it was heartwarming. And it was it was an amazing feeling. And I walked away just feeling so happy I found the church. I found the community and he said you know no one's going to judge you here and if anyone does you know I, I, I would be damned if I let myself you know let myself just hear that and not do anything about it and I was I was, it was insane I've had no trouble with it and to find a church like that I, I know it was a godsend it was definitely a godsend yeah. that's awesome I think that's great they found chairs that feel comfortable in don't feel like people are looking at you funny or want you to go away um <laughs> But yeah, uh, so I guess when did you, like, I guess figure out you were gay? Or when do you? You um, know, uh, um, I, you know, Zach, I, I feel like I've always known. <laughs> it was like, um, you know, it just, it was just something I was just so familiar, not really familiar with. I'm sorry, I'm just using the wrong word. It was something that I was just, um, as a young age, just accepted into. Not with others, but it's just within myself. I've I've always known. Never once have I ever questioned if I was or not. It was just something that you know. The minute I you know I came out of my mother's womb, it was just I just felt like <laughs> at that point I just knew. You know what I mean? As, even as a kid, I was like, yeah, this is me. Um, but I mean, as far as I can remember, I was that way. Being even before middle school, like elementary school, I was. I, you know, I've always wondered. Uh, you know, what it would be like to just be myself and just, you know, I've always looked at guys in a different light. You know, I never, you know, I, I never told myself, like, you know, there was a one-way street, you know, like, all I could do was date girls. I always thought to myself, like, oh, what if I could date a guy? Like, you know, that guy's kind of handsome. He's cute. You know, like, what if I dated him? And what if I was able to be with him? And not, not, not just in a friendship manner, but more than that. And that always raced through my mind. And, you know, being in elementary school and in middle school, it, it was it was scary. Being young and just having to accept the fact that you were gay was a scary thought. And for me, like I said, I've always was accepted into it myself. I never doubted it. I thought, you know, well, I, I am open to the possibility of it. And I never, I mean, I'm not saying, like, I was completely 100% accepted to, into it. I, I, I accepted it within myself. I just wasn't 100% sure when I would put that into practice. And it wasn't until high school and you know, until I was super confident. I was like, you know what? I, I accepted it 100%. And not only that, I'm confident about it. And I'm able to go out and just kind of explore my options as to, you know, where, where I fall into this, um, into the society and being able to be gay and, and have known that for the rest of my life and finally getting to practice it as I, as I mature into the, you know, the day and the age that I am now, it's, it's kind of like, one of those feelings where you just feel so long awaited for it. Yeah. Like, you know, I've been wanting this for a long time and I'm finally able to go out and practice it and kind of get to know myself. It is an amazing, amazing feeling. And I can't describe how happy I am to just be able to own who I am as a person. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you a hard question. <laughs> I'm ready, Zach. Throw it right. at me. I'm ready. So do you think 
it's a choice, or do you think do you feel like you were born that way? <laughs> the golden question. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, so many topics and so many speech classes where I had to just not say anything. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Um, you know, everyone's going to have a different aspect. Everyone's yeah. going to say one or another, and it's never going to be the same thing. But, you know, um, we're all entitled to our opinions, and I'm a firm believer that, like I said, I've always known I was. You know, I have no doubt about it. Even when elementary school, I'm telling you guys, I've I've talked to girls, I've, I've but I've never had a girl crush in elementary school, and I'm not kidding. I've never... I've never had a girl crush in middle school. I mean, I've, I looked at some girls and I thought, hey, she was cute, you know. But, I mean, that's just a typical thing. And But, you know, I looked at guys in a different light, you know. I've always, you know, that girl crush you had in elementary school and middle school? I didn't have that. Instead, I had a guy crush. And I've always known that. I've had that guy crush in elementary school. I've had that guy crush in middle school. God dang it, I can name the names and <laughs> exactly what they looked like at the time. And, I mean, hey, I, I can keep going with it. But, you know, that that's exactly who I was. And I've, I was just, I feel like I've always been that way. And, I, and I'm not going to deny it. I went through that. Exp- I'm talking about experience. I'm not talking about, oh, you know, I believe. that. No, I'm talking about this is exactly what I know. This is exactly what I went through and and I am a firm believer that, you know, this is who I was since day one, since I've exited my mother's womb and since I've entered into the world, this is exactly who I am. Well, so you didn't feel ashamed or anything really or you, you know that it? um like I said, I was born I was born into it this way, but I'm not saying that I was hundred percent confident or okay with it. I've had okay. friends that yeah. were like completely like that's kind of weird and I've had family members that I knew were against it and I never came out with it. You know, I grew up hating myself. I grew and I'm telling you, like it is a hard life. Being gay is not I mean, guys, if it was a choice, you wouldn't believe everything we'd gone through. You wouldn't yeah. believe how hard it was. Being gay was not the easiest thing yeah. in the world. Not a lot of people accepted it. Yeah. Not a lot of people were okay with it. I mean, go out being gay, have friends, going to high school. It was hard. You get picked on for it yeah. and I've heard that uh, before where where it's like, you know, it was like a TV show or some, and uh, they said, you know, why would I choose to be, you know, gay when I, like, if it's a choice, I choose to be straight. That way, you wouldn't be picked on or whatever. And it's like, kind of made me sad because I was like, wow, you know, I mean, I don't know my opinion on that really. <laughs> I'm not that smart, but yeah, it was just an interesting like, yes, debate about it. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's it's an eye op- it's it's an eye opener, you know. You, I mean, I mean, it's true. It's a hard life, and if I can choose to be straight, I would. But guys, I'm telling you right now, if I can choose to be straight, I would because I would have had an easier life. But I can't because that's it's not a choice. It's who I was born to be. I'm not born to be straight. I can't choose to be straight. I trust me. I'm not kidding. Being gay and guys, this is gonna get pretty rough. Being gay. I mean, almost led to me committing suicide. I mean, that's not something to joke about, you know? Like, that's not something that I'm just going to say out in the open. That's something that I went through as a kid. Was like, as a teenager, I didn't love myself. I knew my family members didn't like the idea of it. I was picked on at school for it. It was a hard life. Being a kid growing up, you don't want to be hated. You don't want to be picked on. That's just emotions that you don't want in your life. Being a kid, you want to be loved. You want to grow up with, you know, the best environment you possibly could, the best learning experience. But I didn't have that. I had nothing but negativity, neglection and not being able to grow up as myself and that was hard who would choose that lifestyle as a kid do you really think i choose such a hard lifestyle completely not like 100 percent. that's not a lifestyle that i would i would have ever chose for myself and it's kind of like you know 
something that I can't believe people would be like, it's a choice. Well, if it was a choice, God dang, like I chose the most miserable choice I could have chose. <laughs> um, completely <laughs> like, it's just unrealistic to just talk about how it's a choice. I mean, yeah. but like I said, everyone has their own opinions. I mean, I, I didn't, I, I don't, I don't know what to say. Like, that's just not something that I, I would ever choose. I want to be straight, but you know, it's just, that's not who I want. That's not who I grew up to be. And so I've, I've grown to love myself and just tell me, you know, tell myself like, Hey, this is who I am. If I'm gay, I'm gay. And if I love guys, Hey, I'm going to make it work. And, and I'm going to one day be with the guy that I'm going to love so much and just be, want to be with for the rest of my life. And that's just something that is, is the goal for myself to define happiness and to look back and be like, you know what? You know, I, I, I denied the, the whole norm. Normal was being straight and, that's something that I grew up having. It's sad, you know, that there was a norm, but that's exactly what it was. Was you know, if you you were straight, you were normal, and if you weren't, then you were out of the group, out of the circle, and you were picked on for it. And that's sad. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> since you said you know going to church, you know, say you're Christian, do you feel being gay and Christian is that conflicts, or do you feel like comfortable being both, or you know, like do you have like struggle with that? <laughs> That, that's a good question. Um, no, I, I, I don't, I don't have any struggle with it. Like I said, I was very blessed, and I'm like, I, it was a godsend for me to find a church that being gay was okay. And, and I know people are like, what? What kind of church is this? Like, that's not a real Christian church. You're making it up. I'm not making it up, guys. My Prius. I will. I mean, if you would allow me to <laughs> on this podcast, I would totally name the church that I go to. But uh, you know, without his permission, I can't really do that. But, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, he's a great Prius, and it's a real church. It does exist here, and and I love the church so much, and I'm not saying that i can go there and strut in there and be gay you know like like no one would believe it but um you know i I, i'm you know very uh i'm very well well like kept to myself and you know as gay as i am i'm not not saying that i'm gonna go out there and strut you know who i am but (laughs) i i just want him to know that this is where i stand and i just want him to assure me that because of that's where i stand um it's not going to affect whether I can, you know, worship or, you know, be in the religion that I want to be in. And he said, no, he said that that's who you are. Then that's who you are. And if this is the religion you want to be in, then you're going to worship that religion as the person you are today. And I said, well, you know what? That's, that's relieving. I'm glad to hear that. I was happy to hear that. And it was, it was such a warming feeling that, you know, I can still have a, have a connection with God and and be able to, you know, be able to move forward with my religion that I'm, you know, finding so, um, so it's just heartwarming and loving and I'm still able to, you know, be true to myself. And to have that reassurance from my Prius was 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 amazing. So you're saying Prius or priest? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so new to this. I've been Prius. <laughs> no, priest. priest. <laughs> <laughs> I've been priest. I'm so sorry. I'm saying it wrong. Oh Are my you gosh. even American? <laughs> trying to be. Trying Get to out. But <laughs> But yeah, so it's an interesting topic because I've seen, I've read, I've heard some podcasts, uh, I've read some articles just because interesting topic to me um, about being like gay community in the church and stuff. So some people say like you can't be gay and Christian. Um, so it's just interesting. So you said you know it doesn't, it's not like really a struggle for you. You know, you just you know you feel like God loves you and you know like it's not really like a struggle. No, so, like, not not at all. Not at all. So it's not like a. 100% I believe that you can be who you are and if that means being gay and being able to be Christian I believe 100% it's possible and I'm living that possibility right now like I said I, I go to you know I have a church that I'm comfortable at you know um, 
he he's an awesome awesome priest and um <laughs> now I'm conscious about saying whether I'm saying Prius or Prius but he's an awesome priest and <laughs> oh, I can't take this serious now but yeah he's awesome and I'm Christian and I'm gay and he knows that and he's okay with that and he's like I'm still going to teach you the way of God whether or not you know you whether whether or not uh, people accept that it doesn't matter you know he's like you know you want a connection with God and I give that and I can give that to you yeah. regardless, regardless of who you are so yeah. No difficulties. I think the most important part, you know, that you've found a place, you know, you feel like you're close to God, you're Christian, you know, and doesn't, you know, just don't feel like neglected, I guess. Being able to just love yourself above anything else is the best possible medicine you can take as far as curing, you know, neglect and negativity, negativity around you. I mean, growing up, I honestly had a lot of negativity in my life. I had a lot of things that just made me just not love myself, just made me not love who I was. And that was such a bad... And I think about it now. I think back about it. And guys, you know, and what they say is it does get better. It really does get better. Growing up with that kind of mentality is hard. You know, that mentality of I don't love myself. I, you know, if I had a choice, I, I would be straight because my parents don't agree with it. And my, you know, I am having a hard time making friends. That mentality, it's normal, guys. It is not... It is not something that you should hate yourself on, you know. And I know nowadays being normal is being straight. But you know what, guys? We got to make our own norm. We got to be able to build our own community. And, you know, why follow another community when we can build our own? That That's, that's you know, entrepreneurship right there. That's what, you know, that's what our economy and foundation is just built on is being an entrepreneur and just building your own business. And, like, building your own business, we got to build our own community. And we, I feel like as a community, we need to hold each other up to higher standards. Don't follow the regular norm. Let's let's build our own norm. Let's love ourselves. Let's build a community that we really care about. And we can come to and be like, hey, we can be ourselves. And this is who we are. And we're going to be able to do whatever the heck we want. And by that, I don't mean anything crazy. <laughs> what I mean yeah. by that is, you know, being able to love yourself and going out and just doing things that you, you know, enjoy that that you know describes who you are as a person and I, and I and I'm a firm believer in that. I wish I had that in my life. I wish I loved myself. I wish I wasn't pushed to the point where I hated myself, but I went I was in a dark hole and I was in a dark spot and I feel like we all get there sometimes and not 100% do we have someone there to to pull us out and we had to pull ourselves out and that was me. I had to pull myself out and not a lot of people get to that point. Yeah. Not a lot of people pull themselves out. A lot of people stay in that hole and that hole leads to just a really dark place and I mean, sad to say it, but that's the reason why we have suicide rates out there. But, I mean, with the right type of environment and the right type of motivation, you can get to a point where you can really, really grow to love yourself and accept yourself regardless of whether the society or anyone else accepts you. That's not important. You love yourself. You accept yourself. You're going to get far. You're going to get to a point where you're going to be able to influence someone else's life and you're going to feel good about that. You will. Yeah. Also, any advice, you know, to the church in general, how they can, you know, improve, I guess, relationship or how, I don't know, I don't know what I'm saying, but. <laughs> well, Zach, that's a hard one. Yeah. I can't tell the church what to do. <laughs> that's true. But um, if I can give any advice to a church, which, yeah. I mean, really, who am I to give advice to a church? <laughs> but, I mean, I'm like, my church set a great example, you know don't don't follow the don't don't follow the standard follow the facts the facts are is that 
people are dying and that's one thing that my priest said yeah <laughs> oh, i can't feel like i'm saying prius uh, my priest <laughs> my priest said was that you know people are dying out there and we got to look at the bigger picture is that you know we there's a lot of people that are just not loving themselves and if that is the case we as a community have to get together and 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 form a loving foundation and then that's what a community should be about. And that's what a church should always, 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 always inscribe. It's the love that God gives to us. We must also give to others. Yeah. God will love us unconditionally. And so why change that? Yeah. Why not take that love and give it to others? And, you know, what we receive, we give out. That is the most perfect thing that we can ever do. Yeah. I mean, it, it, there's, we can't say it better than that. Yeah, definitely. So... I think it was a great discussion. <laughs> it was an interesting discussion. Yeah. I, I can't believe we got, you know, we got into this deep of a discussion. Yeah. But it was quite interesting. I learned some things about you that I didn't know. <laughs> this is pretty cool for me. Uh, uh, I might need a bottle of wine after yeah. this. Need <laughs> <laughs> some therapy. Uh, so anything else you want to say? I think we can wrap it up. No, actually, you know, I just want to thank you for having me today on the Random Podcast, and uh, I, I can't believe I was able to come out and really talk about a little bit about myself. I usually don't get to do that very often. Yeah. <laughs> believe it or not, I do not sit in my room and discuss to myself about myself. <laughs> yeah, but talk to yourself, uh, <laughs> talk to myself about myself. But uh, being able to share this with the world and just giving, you know, giving giving out a little bit just makes makes me feel a little bit better, and, and I can't wait for you know can't wait for uh, our community to really grow and just build and you know just being able to have a vision of you know this can really grow to be a great loving community one day and 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 building our own norm and just ignoring the standard i think i think it's achievable and and it'll be awesome so i really do believe that i really do i can't wait to see it yeah so yeah, so uh, thank you for coming on, Chang. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> I appreciate your open, being open and honest, you know, about my questions and, you know, letting, you know, listeners know a little <laughs> bit about you, you know. You got it. Different perspective, I'd say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I guess this was, thank you again for Chang, for being on this podcast with me. He's uh, a good friend and... I appreciate him being on here. So, I guess, wrap it up. My pleasure, my pleasure. (laughs) I'm your host, Zach Killian. And this is (laughs) Chang. All right, see ya.